Hey, my name is KD Wilson. Welcome to I Lead the Way, a podcast where our mission is to empower, inspire, and uplift leaders in every single community. By way of motivational moments, informative interviews, and real life experiences, we're going to push the envelope in order to compel our listeners to lead the way no matter where they might find themselves in their life. You don't have to have a title to lead. You can lead with your life. And we know you were born on purpose, with purpose, and for a purpose. So let's live this thing out together. This statement rings true. No matter what you're doing, no matter where you are in your life, whether you are seeking out riches, whether you are finding yourself in a very tough financial space, whether you are a student um, shooting for graduation, whether you are already a doctor and PhD accelerating in your field, whether you are a husband, a wife, a son, a daughter, no matter what you were doing, this next statement, my friends, rings true. Are you ready for it? Here it is. If you want to be the very best in any space, become a master problem solver, not a problem maker. If you want to be the best in any space, become the best problem solver out there. I can give you example after example after example. This is one of those unwritten laws in the world. And people say, you know, Katie, that doesn't make any sense. You know, if you want to be the most productive person, you got to work hard. You got to be willing to grind past the God's already willing to go the extra mile. Yeah, I agree with you. But guess what? The reason he's going the extra mile is for one of two reasons. Either he's lost, (laughs) working very, very hard, going very, very far in in a direction that he's uncertain of, or he's working harder because he's got a formula that's solving problems. It's one of the two. There's two ways to reach a mile marker. Somebody forces you to go or you go on your own. And the people that want to run the mile run the mile faster than those that don't want to go in the first place. So if you are becoming a master problem solver, people will seek you out. People will come and look for you. People will pay you. People will say he or she is the best. Oh, have you heard of this person? Oh, have you heard this podcast before? Do you know why people suggest movies like the movie Maverick? But for instance, Top Gun Maverick, excellent movie. If you haven't seen it, go see it. You're doing yourself an injustice and a disservice if you've seen the original Top Gun and haven't seen the second. Um, Perfect example, perfect segue. A problem is that when people feel attached to a movie, particularly something that's considered a classic, and then a sequel comes behind it, there's always that question Did they ruin the first movie? And let me tell you right now, for Top Gun, they did not. They nailed it. 
It's modern, it's brought up to date, but it's still got that old school vibe. The storyline makes sense. Everything just flows, man. They nailed it and they solved a problem because the people, which by the way, again, is a market, particularly if you're in the film industry, it doesn't make a difference if you have a film if people aren't willing to go watch it. Who cares if you have a great movie if nobody wants to see it? But when you've had a classic come out and for years and for decades people have been screaming and yelling when's the next one coming out and they do it there's a problem in the air and the question is did they solve it or did they flop did you give the people what they want or did you give them a piece of junk that was a shell of the first they nailed it i digress my point is this the film industry says, if we make a great first movie, we got to make a second good one. Matter of fact, it has to be as good, if not better, than the first or the people will throw us out the window, figuratively speaking. So it's a problem when a sequel comes out that does not live up to the first. It's like Sandlot. If you remember that old school movie, man, where the kid Rodriguez, Benny Rodriguez, Benny the Jet, by the way, Benny the Jet Rodriguez had the converse on the Chuck Taylors and the dog was the beast, I think. The the little scrawny kid got his baseball shot over the gate. Benny's like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to be the hero of the movie. They end up going over the fence, goes to get the ball. The big beast is some crazy big dog, runs through a fence, terrorizes the entire city. Come to find out the dog's actually really, really cool. But in the end, the Sandlot is what made the movie. The friendships, the bond, the dog, James Earl Jones. Like there's so many elements of that movie, man, that were just amazing. And then they made Sandlot 2. For what? As we say in today's culture, for why? Why? There was a problem that needed to be solved and they flopped it. Here was the issue. Nobody asked for Sandlot 2. The problem that needed to be solved was not give the people what you think they want. It was give them what they want. And it was not a sequel. Nobody asked for Sandlot 2. They screwed it up. We did ask for Top Gun 2. There were problems on both sides. And guess what? One made billions of dollars and the other made probably a couple hundreds of thousands. And that's just streaming by kids that are sitting, that have nothing to do on the weekend. Sandlot 2. Point is this again, if you're going to be the best in your industry, in your field, no matter whether it's school, whether it's relationships, whether it's your personal life, whether it's faith-based, solve problems. Don't believe me? Good, I'm glad you asked once again. Take it to the Bible. I'm not pushing my faith on you, but I'm a believer that God's very real. I believe very much in Jesus. If you don't like it, it's cool. I still love you, man. We're still friends. But here's the thing. In the Bible, Jesus solves problems. That's what made it stand out so much is that you have this, this man, that's this God that's coming down and saying, I love you this much that I'm willing to give my life for you because there is a problem that you can't solve on your own. So when you become the person, not the savior, but when you become the person that's now solving problems for others, people are willing to come long distances to see and find you. Why? 
because they need what you have. And here's the beautiful part about it. More times than not, when you are solving problems for other people, you are learning about yourself. And when you're learning about yourself, you are learning about your values. And when you're learning about your values, you understand also what you believe. And when you figure out what you believe, you figure out who you are. When you figure out who you are, you figure out what your soul desires. And there's this thing called fulfillment that comes out of it. So what I'm telling you is if you're going to be the best biology major in the university's history, you got to figure out a why that's deeper than your resistance. You got to be able to go past that that point that says this is uncomfortable. I don't want to be here. No. What problem are you trying to solve? When you tell me, Katie, I'm going to be a biology major because I'm going to go the pre-med route because my uncle passed away from lymphoma cancer a long time ago and I refuse not to be a part of the cure one day, you got something. You are fighting and scratching and clawing on purpose because you are solving a problem. If you're only saying, well, you know what? That whole doctor thing seems kind of cool. And yeah, I guess I'll give it a shot. I guarantee you when you get there and it's showtime and you got to get through all these different exams and stuff like that, man, and do these different rounds and stuff. And you start seeing things for the first time, you'll, you'll quit. You'll quit. You, you'll quit. But when there is purpose behind your pain, when you are solving a problem, when you see a child and you see them by themselves and you realize they don't have anyone that's taking care of them, I need to develop a program for young people in my community to do X, Y, and Z so they don't end up in the same space, the same spot. You are now solving a problem. And my friends, when you become a problem solver, people are coming to you. You don't have to market so much when you're simply being who you are. So I'm telling you, if you're a teacher, if you're a student, if you're a doctor, if you're a lawyer, a judge, if you're a first responder, if you're a faith-based part, I don't care who you are, start solving problems, start solving problems, start solving problems. And I guarantee you this thing, my friend, some of the problems you're having right now, let's even say financially, will begin to decrease as you increase. I'll see you on the next one and you're welcome in advance. Peace. Hey, it's KD here. Thanks so much for tuning in to I Lead The Way podcast. I hope you were able to bring home some really informative, helpful, and useful information that will absolutely transform your life, be it in work, profession, education, family, no matter the case, we know that you have what it takes to be the absolute best version of yourself. So do me a favor, go ahead and like, subscribe, and share the message as we continue to lead the way together. See you on the next one.